If it's happening now, we're talking about it. This is Hamilton Today with Scott Thompson on 900 CHML. Andrea Horvath with us, Mayor of the City of Hamilton, and is with us now. Andrea, thanks for the time. I hope you're well. Absolutely, Scott, and I hope you're well as, t- as well. <laughs> this is the first time we've talked since you officially have become mayor, so congratulations to you. What's it like to hold the reins right now? And we'll put the story aside for a sec. What's it been like for the first little while? Uh, it's been uh, quite fantastic. Uh, certainly a, a lot of um, information coming our way, and we have a number of, as you know, uh, new councillors as well. And so we're going through some of the budget documents, which are uh, robust, let's just say, and uh, and we're having some uh, some good dialogue. So it's it's been very positive, uh, but uh, lots uh, lots of work. Uh, but I'm I'm up for it. No problem at all. Talk about the big tour of the wards and why that's so important. Well, as I just mentioned, Scott, we have uh, two thirds of the council turned over, and I thought it was really important uh, that every single councillor has a, an understanding not only of their own ward, uh, but of the bigger picture city issues and the uh, the issues that their their council colleagues are facing. And so, I just thought it would be a really good opportunity uh, to understand the uh, the commonalities, to understand the differences, to understand the big picture, uh, and to um, you know to give new councillors a chance to uh, to get the, uh, the, the, as I said, the bigger picture for the city. And I, I think it went off very, very well. And we had the benefit of having some of the senior uh, leadership team as well with us. And so they got to hear from the horses' mouths, if you will, um, what, what people were concerned about in their own wards. All right, so the chair is barely even warm if you've even got it warm, and all of a sudden you've got to deal with this issue. And, and obviously this sounds bigger than what it is, but it does perhaps talk about an ongoing uh, problem. Your thoughts on the situation in regard to the sewage leak, and, and what do you want to tell citizens about it? Well, like all Hamiltonians, uh, I, was, uh, I wasn't happy to hear what happened uh, the other day. Uh, I was pleased that uh, the staff saw what what they thought was a problem and jumped on it right away and addressed it, which is what has to happen. Uh, but uh, like everybody else, it was disappointing. It uh, is frustrating. Uh, and uh, now we need to do better. And so working with the other orders of government uh, to do exactly that is where we're headed. Uh, the um, the province now looking for an audit of the sewer system. Uh, will this pretty much solve the issue if you have to, if you have to go through everything? And, and what does that entail? Do we know? Well, that's a really good question, and uh, that's exactly the question that I'm asking not only our team here at Hamilton, but also the minister. We don't have any details at this point, but I'm looking forward uh, to working with Minister Pacini, working with the, the provincial government and the federal government, frankly, not only to do that proactive work, which is going to be, uh, I'm sure, uh, quite rigorous, uh, and so finding the partnerships that are necessary to do that effectively so that we have the information we need, and then we can start proactively addressing the problems that might uh, uh, be exposed from that process. So it, it really is about partnerships with the other two orders of government. And as I said, I've spoken to uh, Minister Pacini and looking forward to uh, working with him uh, to, to not only get the info, but start getting the fix. Uh, are you confident that through an investigation, we will find out what happened here? I mean, it seems that it was intentional. Was it an accident? Was it a mischief? I guess we don't know those details at this point. Well, that's something that uh, uh, our 
staff have been, um, you know, trying to gear out uh, already. And, and of course, the other big, big piece of it is, you know, what, what is it that led to uh, this information uh, not being available for a significant amount of time? And so that's what we've asked the city auditor to look at. Uh, what, you know, why didn't we know about this sooner? Yes, what, what, what I'm hearing, as you've identified, uh, is that, um, and what the public is hearing, I'm sure, uh, is that there, this might have been the result of something that was done by a contractor back in 1996 uh, and done purposely because they didn't think it was a big deal. Oh, hmm. this is the same kind of pipe. Let's just connect them. Everything will be good. But of course, as we know, uh, one was a stormwater pipe and one was a sewage pipe or uh, a wastewater pipe. And so that's why the, the cross the cross happened and it was uh, inappropriate. So again, um, it, it, it's not just about... Uh, what happened, but it's also about how do we make sure that if there are other surprises under the ground across our great city, uh, let's let's try to get a handle on that and do some proactive work. And I'm not tr- trying to avoid anybody's responsibility here or, or, or what have you, but it is an old, old city, so Lord knows what you're going to find when you start looking. Well, you've raised a good point. I think we have the second oldest water system in the entire country uh, and the second or third oldest wastewater system in the entire country. Uh, and so you're right. Uh, we have uh, uh, old infrastructure. We have uh, we have a, a unique city because what we have is not what a lot of cities have. We have a combined uh, water, or sorry, wastewater and stormwater system, and particularly in the older parts of the city. And so... You know, th- these are things that um, that they're old kind of they're old models, if you will. So it's not only old infrastructure, but they're old uh, old types of systems that we would never uh, use in this day and age. But back then, that's what we did. It's going to be fascinating once we start digging for the LRT. What we're going to find? <laughs> well, never mind. I've I've seen the wooden catch basins in our cities, and that's no word yeah. of a lie. Um, you know, down in the north end, I actually saw with my own eyes a wooden catch basin. So, so there's just no doubt the uh, infrastructure needs an upgrade, and that's why I say I- I'm happy that the uh, provincial government, uh, that the minister, uh, reached out to me yesterday. We had a conversation, and we're both committed to working together to uh, uh, to to get not only this, as I said, this investigative work done, but then also to try to fix it. Any idea when we will have more information on all of this? Well, the staff is working uh, very, very uh, diligently to, to, for example, to pull out numbers around volumes and those kinds of things. I don't think we've seen yet uh, anything specific from the minister in terms of uh, the order. I, I don't know that we have that uh, that detail yet from the minister, uh, but uh, or the ministry. But uh, we, we, you know, when we get that, that'll become public, obviously. Um, as uh, we move forward with all of this, are you? How concerned are you if there's large sections of things like? I mean, that was one of the benefits of LRT was that once this work is started, that a lot of that infrastructure will be replaced. Um, how much of the uh, the infrastructure under Hamilton is considered old infrastructure? Well, that's funny you asked that question because we were just having the uh, conversation today about the water, wastewater, uh, and um, stormwater budget, like literally today. And so those presentations are online. If people are interested in that kind of specific, very specific information, there's actually a map that shows uh, where those pipes are, uh, just overall in terms of uh, the old type of infrastructure, the combined uh, uh, wastewater and uh, stormwater system that I was just talking about. That's all available online 
uh, on the city's uh, portal, and, and people can go and have a look at that if they're interested. It, it, there's, it's significant. I would be. I, I, I don't think it can be downplayed. It's most of the lower city, uh, as mm-hmm. well as uh, part of the older part of uh, of the um, you know the uh, city, the old city of Hamilton on the escarpment. It's it's pretty extensive. Andrea Horvath with us, Mayor, City of Hamilton, talking about the sewer issues and moving forward. Andrea, thanks so much for the time. Be well. Good luck. Thank you so much, Scott. You be well as well. Thanks for listening to the Hamilton Today podcast. You can listen to the show live weekday afternoons from 3 to 6 on 900CHML and online at 900CHML.com. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.